Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. Today's episode is a special one for many reasons. First of all, it's pretty rare that I hop on here myself. So if you like it, let me know. Maybe I'll do it a little bit more often. Number two, many of you have been asking me through emails, DMs, on social media, etc., so many questions about the importance of building community. And as you know, that's what I do. So I only thought it would be appropriate to show up here and share as much as I can. And last, as of this week, it's been a year since I decided that I was going to start a podcast and here we are, over 70 episodes in. Today, I'm going to be talking about my favorite topic, which is building a community. When I first started my company, I simply showed up as an expectant mom and I shared. I was looking for community for myself, but I honestly didn't even realize what I was doing. I didn't have a business plan that was honestly never my intention. I was working in corporate America and I loved my job. I also didn't realize that so many people would care about what I had to say. But honestly, when you show up and you share just by being yourself, you'd be surprised by how many people want to hear what you actually have to say. Looking back, I of course, know now how I was able to build the community surrounding my first brand. And I've started to do it all over again, right here, surrounding Dear Founder and with my new business, Lindsay Pinchuk Marketing and Consulting. Only now I know how to do it and I'm able to do it much faster because of the lessons that I learned from 10 years of being at the helm of the Bump Club and Beyond community. And I've also had the opportunity now to help over a dozen clients in the last year to build their own communities, which are now thriving. So today I'll be sharing why building a community is important for your brand and how you can utilize the community to grow your business. And then next Thursday, I'll be back with even more. Next Thursday, I'm going to share the steps that you need to take to actually build your community, key strategies to keep them engaged, as well as actionable steps that you can take right now to get started. I'm going to be sharing today and next Thursday, my tips for growing a seven-figure business by building an engaged community on a shoestring. And, you know, I say this from wholehearted experience. My first business and even my second business have been built with very little to no marketing budget, yet it was the community that fueled the growth and fueled the revenue. We all know there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. And every week I say on this podcast that you wear so many hats, you're pouring your heart and soul into everything that you do when you're an entrepreneur. Most female founders have so many amazing ideas, but 
we don't know how, how or where to actually get them off the ground. And this is a fact. And this is something that I hear from so many of you on social media and so many of you in client conversations and discovery calls. You're pulled in so many directions. You're running your business that, you know, the actual levers that you need to be pulling for growth lead a lot of you guys to be overwhelmed and frustrated. And I know and understand this from my own experience when I was running Bump Club. You feel like you're going a million miles a minute and there's so much that you want to do, but there's just not enough time in the day to do it. So today's episode is part one of two that I'm going to share with you about the importance of building a community, why you need one, and how you can put your community to work for you. And that is a thing, I promise. The information that I'm going to share here on this episode is, you know, really it it comes from two decades plus of experience as a marketer. It comes from over a dozen years as an entrepreneur. And I this is the exact information that I utilize to teach female founders how to generate a marketing strategy through the same strategies and tactics that I use to found, grow and scale my seven figure business and that I'm using right now. Um, you know, these are going to be actionable tactics that when I teach you, you'll be able to use them and you will be able to utilize your number one free asset, which is your community. And I know that's another hot button for many of you is not just the time, but it's the money and the resources as well. And so being scrappy and utilizing your resources is so imperative when you're getting a business off the ground. Your community is your number one asset. And we're going to get into that in a minute. You know, the information and the strategies and the tactics that I'm going to share over these two episodes are going to save you the 10 years that it took me to figure this out. It's the same formula that I've used twice now and that I share with so many other female founders all about telling their story, building a community, and then monetizing that community to grow their business. So the first thing I want to share with you today is just a little bit about my story. You can listen to episode four of Dear Founder, where I totally go into my full story with the amazing Jenny LaFleur, otherwise known as Mama Fresh Shy on Instagram. But I'm going to give you the brief version of it today. So in 2010, I had, I took a $500 investment from my bank account. I was pregnant and I founded my first company. Over the next 10 years, I grew that company, which became Bump Club and Beyond, into the premier network for parents and parents-to-be, garnering a reach of 3 million people per month, partnering with Target, Nordstrom, The Honest Company, Huggies Ulta, The Microsoft Store, 7th Generation, and hundreds more amazing brands. And we drove seven figures in revenue year over year. So... When I say year over year, I mean at least for the last five to six years that I owned the business. And at the time, I didn't realize it, but you can accomplish this kind of success with two key strategies. Number one, showing up as yourself every day. And number two, sharing, engaging, and connecting with your community. And you have to remember that at the time in 2010, there was no social media. When I say there was no social media, there was Facebook, like a personal Facebook and LinkedIn, and there was Twitter, but there were not business pages, none of that. There was no Instagram, no Snapchat for sure, no TikTok. 
And instead, I showed up at my company's events on our website, through our emails and interviews, sharing my life as an expectant mom. I shared the good, the bad, the ugly, and in turn, the people who were receiving this information at my events, on the website, et cetera, they shared back with me. What started as 250 people events grew into 200 person events per month. And then after my daughter was born, events for new moms too. So social media started to grow and with it, so did Bump Club and Beyond. And instead of just showing up at our events, I started to show up and share online as well. From Chicago to 25 markets across the country, my company grew and so did my authority, trust, and presence in the space. This led to hundreds of TV segments, podcast interviews, and some of the biggest publications calling upon me for my expertise, all because I showed up and shared. And in 2019, the mom of two girls who started this company, I led the acquisition of my company to a large agency holding company. I worked there for two and a half years and I exited the brand basically to do it all over again, only this time with the goal of building a community for female founders to help them find their own success. So this time here I am, I'm using the same strategies and tactics. Now they are much more refined to help you and other female founders to do what I did with Bump Club. What took me three to five years to get it going in 2010 took me three to five months to get it going today over the last year because I've done it already. I know what to do and I know what not to do. I mentioned at the time, I didn't realize what I was doing when I built my first company. And honestly, I didn't. But in looking back, you can see that my community came first and the monetization came after. So What that means is I showed up, I shared, I hosted events. I wasn't making money at first. And I did get a sponsor at one of my very first events. It was my fourth event, actually. I had a sponsor and they paid $1,500 to sponsor the dinner that people were paying to attend. So they bought tickets to attend and then I had a sponsor. At the end of the day, when all of my expenses were taken care of, you know, I probably made a couple of thousand dollars from that event. So, but I wasn't even concerned with the monetization. I was concerned first and foremost with growing this community, giving people a reason to show up and really making them happy and connecting with them. And like I said, the monetization came came later. And through the trust and the authority and the connection that I created, My audience became a community who eventually turned into my paying customers. You have to remember something. This is so, so, so important. But people want to buy from people. In showing up every day to serve and connect and engage with your community, you build a natural bridge for transaction over time. Whether you're a brand new entrepreneur or you have some experience under your belt, creating a community is free. Do you know a founder who doesn't want to save money on marketing? I don't. So, you know, I'm going to go back to the basics to create and invest in your community through your time. And ultimately, this is going to pay you back in dividends for years to come. Here's how you can apply these same steps to your business, making an impact that will ultimately grow your bottom line. 
Guess what? I have two spots open on my coaching calendar starting October 1st. Many of you have asked me how you can work with me one-on-one to build your community through sustainable social media practices, partnerships and collaborations, email marketing, publicity, and more. Earlier this summer when I announced I was taking clients, the spots filled up in less than a week. But good news, my calendar is opening up and I'll be taking on two new clients later this fall. If you're interested, simply grab 30 minutes from me through the link in the show notes and let's talk about how we can work together to build your community for bottom line growth. I can't wait to meet you. So it's really important to know and to understand the difference between your audience and a community. So the difference between treating your customers as an audience and a community can have drastic results to your bottom line. An audience is a group who sits back and consumes. A community is a group who shows up and engages. Let's think about that. An audience is a group who sits back and consumes. So that would be a movie, watching a movie, watching a TV show, or a community is a group who shows up and engages. So you show up and engage with your community. It takes on a whole different meaning than when you just show up and perform. Your community is your greatest asset and your content is everything that people see about you and your brand. And it is your greatest marketing tool. Your content is your social media, it's your live engagements, your interviews, your website, your emails, your partnerships and collaborations. It's everything that you put out into the world. And like I said, it is your greatest marketing tool. And it is so important that your content and what you're sharing is woven throughout every aspect of your community. It's important that you show up and you serve your community through the content that you deliver And that means everywhere, not just on social media. Don't be afraid to share things. The more that you put out, the more you're going to get back. And I can tell you that with certainty. I had a, I'm going to give you an example, actually. I, I had a free social media challenge. And it was the first class that I ran after I left Bump Club. I had a lot of people who were following me on social media who were asking me for help. And so I developed a social media challenge, which you can actually, if you click the link in the show notes, you can take the social media challenge. It's actually seven hours of content and it comes with homework and assignments that will move your social media along. But I showed up seven days and I shared seven hours of content. And I will tell you that the first time that I did this, 80% of the participants who showed up and really engaged with that content live with me converted to paid customers and ended up buying a workshop that I did to follow up to that free challenge. So the more you put out into the universe, the more people begin to trust you and they will consume from you. So the first thing that you need to do when you are starting to build your community is to know your story. And I shared mine with you a little bit ago, but it's so important for you that you know your story, you write it down and you share it with your community along with your why. You have to show up, tell people what it is that you do, but also why you do it. Why are you here? So like I said, I shared my story with you when we first started 
It's something that I share over and over and over again on social media regularly and in interviews on my, web, my website and emails on this podcast. And ultimately, over time, people have started to share my story for me, which is amazing. I want to help other female founders find what I have found or whatever it is that success is to them. So that is really what I want to do and I want to help female founders do. And that's my why. That's my why right now. It's different than my why when I was at Bump Club. I'm here because I want to help you move forward in the same space that I moved forward 12 years ago. I learned a lot. I had a lot of experiences. They all weren't great. But if I could take one of those experiences and help one person, to me, I've done my job. That is my why. You'll hear different versions of this story, but this is the story that I essentially use everywhere, and it's why I'm sharing it with you. The reason I'm sharing my story with you is not so you can walk away and be like, oh, Lindsay started Bump Club over 10 years ago and there was no social media. No, I'm sharing it with you because there's a purpose for it and there's a lesson here. I'm sharing it with you because I use it everywhere and I know my story and I know my why. And because I say it over and over and over again in interviews, on TV, on podcasts, on my social media, on my website, people know my story and they associate me with the parenting and the baby space. And now as I continue that story and I'm sharing it over and over and over again and the continuation of that story of me selling my business, working for the company and exiting so that I can help other female founders, people are associating me with entrepreneurship and female founders. People say, Lindsay's the girl who started a business from being an average mom and sold it, and now she's helping others to do the same. So how does it work that my story can help translate to clients, to bottom line success? Well, I will tell you that recently I had three people come out of the woodwork that I hadn't talked to in a very long time and say to me, oh my God, I just recommended you for a consulting job because I heard you talking about your story. So that goes back to, you know, kind of my why and obviously why it is that I'm doing this right here, right now. I also had someone recently tell uh, that I was working with tell me, and this is honestly one of the biggest compliment, compliments that anyone can share with me ever. She said, you are in real life just like you are in your social media. And I kind of was confused for a minute. She's a publicist and she works with a lot of different influencers. And I don't consider myself an influencer. I consider myself influential, but not an influencer. And to me, that was the biggest compliment because when I go on my social media and when you guys see me and, you know, you really see me and to hear someone say that fills me up so much. So I share this with you because as you're sharing your story with people in your stories and on your social media, your story and how you share it and how you communicate it with people is really what is going to move the connection that you have with others. Once you have your story down pat, you can start to communicate it and build connection with your community. They simply have to know and understand first what it is that you're doing and why, and then you expand upon that along the way. So, now that we know what community means and the first step in showing up for them by sharing your story, it's important for you to see how you can eventually put your community to work for you. And this is key because like I said at the top of this episode, 
a lot of you guys and a lot of female founders and small business owners don't have the big budgets. They don't, you don't have marketing budgets that can compete with some of the biggest brands in the world. And so it's important that you utilize your resources and your assets and really stretch them to drive bottom line growth. In addition to becoming your best customers, when you have an active, engaged, and connected community, you can also capitalize them by five different ways. And I'm going to tell you right now. Number one, you can ask your community for their opinions and feedback. I will tell you that when I first started Bump Club and Beyond, I did not host a single event without sending out a survey after. And I utilized that survey to make changes in my business to really up the ante on the customer experience. And now for 2.0, I also ask for feedback all the time. I ask for feedback on my social media. I ask for feedback right here on the podcast. You can also ask for opinions and feedback in the stories of your social media. Number two is you can create a brand ambassador program. So this is really key, especially when you have a new business or you have a small business and you need help, but you don't necessarily have the means to pay for that help. So I'm going to give you two examples. So at Bump Club, we had so many incredible moms who showed up and who came to our events and really wanted to be a part of moving our mission forward. And they told me that they would help me. They would help me with events. They would help me to grow the business. And so what I ended up doing was I created a brand ambassador program where they were able to come to events for free. So like I paid for their dinner. They got gift bags. We had these huge, amazing, awesome gift bags for moms. They were worth hundreds of dollars. So they didn't have to pay for tickets. They got the free gift bag. But all they had to do was work at my events. And ultimately, some of them took on other tasks as well. And later, these women, some of them became my employees. And then some of them ran markets outside of Chicago. So they really, these were the the women who showed up and subscribed to what I was doing at Bump Club. And they ended up becoming first, you know, these brand ambassadors and then hourly employees. And then later, some of them became salaried employees. Very, very similarly, when I talked to Jill Smokler, who is the founder of Scary Mommy right here on the podcast, and you should listen to that episode because it's amazing. Jill shared that early on with Scary Mommy, the website that she founded, they had message boards and she couldn't keep up with the message boards. So she also asked her community, who wants to help maintain these message boards? I can't do it on my own. And at first she paid them in swag. She was getting a lot of products from companies and she basically gave them free product to take on the hourly job of maintaining her message boards. And like me, some of those brand ambassadors and volunteers later became her employees. So like I said, you can ask your community for their opinions and feedback, which is invaluable. Number two, you can create a brand ambassador program. Number three, you can ask your community to share and spread the word for you. All you have to do is ask. Honest to God. You just have to ask. Today's episode is brought to you by Hivecast, an amazing agency providing high-quality podcast production made simple and affordable. I hit the jackpot when I came across Hivecast as I pieced together services from contractors all over the web initially to help me with my podcast. Hivecast was everything 
that I needed all in one place. For just $500 per month, they not only produce and edit four episodes, but they also create the marketing assets. Emma, my account manager, is amazing, making sure that I'm on task and that we can schedule episodes regularly and by my deadlines. Honestly, the time saved working with Hivecast is worth at least triple what I'm paying. Their sister company, Fireside, offers other marketing services for small businesses, including social media management, Facebook and Instagram ads, search engine marketing, and so much more. Again, all at a rate palatable by a small business owner. The best part, there's no contract. You can purchase their services as needed on a monthly basis. Use the code FOUNDHER and save 50% off your first month of services. Give them a try. The decision to outsource this part of my business has surely saved me a ton in the long run, and it was the best decision I've made for my business. And that's it. That's it. I mean, I I had someone who took one of my classes who I shared this with, and I said to her, all you have to do is ask people to share your story and to spread the word, and they did, and then she started her business, which is pretty amazing. Number four, you can ask your community for testimonials that you can share. I ask all the time. I ask you guys to rate and review this podcast. And oftentimes I ask my clients for testimonials. You know, that's a different part of my, a different subset of my community. But I ask my social media community for testimonials. I ask my students for testimonials. And then you have legit feedback about your business that you can share to promote yourself. And at Bump Club, we use this as well. We use testimonials to promote you know, from events to promote future events. And this was a, a way that we got new community members involved was to ask for testimonials and then share them. And then the last thing that you can do, and this is the last that I'm going to share here, there are certainly more, but you can offer your community a discount in exchange for something. So this can be as simple if you have a product is offering a discount to sign up for your newsletter. At Bump Club, we always gave out discounts when people referred a new guest to our events. So there's all different ways that you can utilize a discount to get people to do something. And that is another great way to tap into your community. So I want to recap those five, these, the five, I want to recap the five ways that you can use your community to your advantage. Number one, you can ask them for their opinions and feedback. Number two, you can create a brand ambassador program. Number three, you can ask your community to share and spread the word for you. Number four, you can ask your community for testimonials. And number five, you can offer them a discount in exchange for something a little more high touch. Now, do you see how valuable your community is? I used these five strategies for years when building my first company, and now I'm using them all over again. The time that that it has taken me to grow my current company has been cut into a fraction of the time that it took me to build Bump Club just by recognizing how important you guys are, my community, to my brand. So when you have a community who trusts, connects, and engages with you, you have created a two-way street. You give and take from each other And honestly, showing up is the first step, but utilizing these five strategies helps to take your community and engagement to a new level. Naturally, when you show up and share and you keep sharing, like I said, your community will eventually share about you. They'll share your story and your product. 
it just happens when you show up for people. Your community subscribes to you and they want to come along on your journey and they want to help you succeed. And it is a really beautiful relationship that you build and it is a relationship. And I still have very close ties to so many of the women at Bump Club and Beyond. And so many of you are right here listening right now in your next phase. So if you create a natural connection with your community and you truly care about them, you're not just selling to them. And that is so important. This will happen. This will absolutely happen. So now you know how you can utilize your community to grow your business. You're probably wondering how you actually build your community, right? So we're going to get into that on next Thursday's continuation of this episode and this topic. But for now, I want you to do something really important. I want you to come out from behind your brand, behind your social media account, and I want you to introduce yourself to your social media community. Tell them what it is that you do and share with them why you do it. I would also sprinkle in some fun facts about yourself, maybe things that people don't know about you. We're going to talk a little bit about this next week, but I will say I had a client in one of my classes who introduced herself on social media and then repurposed her story and shared it in an email with a discount code. She sent it out on a Sunday night and on Monday she woke up with 20 new orders for her product. So right then I just shared three ways from those five that you can tap into your community it will ultimately drive bottom line success. Take a look at my Instagram today. I usually do an introduction post every month, usually on the first day of the month. You can look and you can see how how I do it to connect with my community and the type of information that I like to share. And then tune in next week. I'm going to be back with a continuation of this episode talking about three key organic strategies to utilize when you build your community plus actionable steps that you can take right now, like right now when you're done listening to the episode, as well as key tips for ongoing engagement. I promise that next week's episode is going to be even more jam-packed than today's, so you don't want to miss it. Thank you so much for joining me for today's conversation. I really hope that you found it helpful. But before I let you go, I want to recap the key takeaways from today. Don't forget, make sure that you sign up for my newsletter where I send out all of the takeaways from every one of our episodes each and every week. Take out your pen and paper. Here are today's top five takeaways. Number one, your community is your greatest asset. Your content is everything that people see about you and your brand. It's your social media, your live engagements, your interviews, your website, your emails, and your partnerships and collaborations. The content that you put out is your greatest marketing tool and should be woven through every touch point with your community. Number two, don't be afraid to share things. The more you put out, the more you get back. I will, I can say that with certainty. Number three, know your story and share it over and over and over again. When you share your story repeatedly, others will start to share it for you. Number four, here are my top five ways that you can utilize your community to grow your business. And you're going to want to stay tuned to my social media because I share even more there. Number one, 
ask them for feedback. Number two, create a brand ambassador program. Number three, ask your community to share for you. Number four, ask them for testimonials. And number five, offer your community a discount in exchange for doing something to help your business. And then my last takeaway for today, the fifth one, is that if you create a natural connection with your community and you truly care about them, you don't just sell to them, they will become your best customers. Thank you again for listening to today's episode. If you want more, feel free to grab some time with me on my calendar and we can talk about how we can work together to support your business. If you like what you're hearing on Dear Founder, please make sure to take out that phone, scroll all the way down and click that five-star rating or leave a review. This is how others find us in the podcast apps. We have some amazing guests coming up. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify or wherever it is that you listen so that you never miss an episode. If you know someone who wants to start their own business or who has an idea, please make sure you text them this episode or you can share it on Instagram and tag me. I'll share some of those to say thank you. Stay tuned for another episode of Dear Founder coming your way every Tuesday and Thursday. And next week, we will be continuing this episode on Thursday. So stay tuned.